five, four, three, two, one. We're off. We're off. Oh, praise God. The rapture. The rapture. The rapture. Hey, what's going on? This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body, your host of Connecting the Dots. There I go. Your host for Connecting the Dots. Galatado en punto. Galatado en punto. Connecting the Dots. Welcome to my show. Hey, I've been doing a series on uh the rapture of the church, the catch uh the changing of our bodies and everything like that. So and I and I uh I've done the last for the ones that's been listening to this rapture series, I've done the last uh segment on there. But like I said, I I'm, uh I had an error on there when I done it. It did not the music that I mixed with it. It kind of just uh took over the message and everything, and that's not good. You don't want the music taking over the, the the word of God and everything like that. It took over the message, so I had to do that over. So right now I'm just going to conclude that because it's going to be short. I hopefully hopefully just be about ten minutes or whatever like that. But that series was basically over. But I just want to um, talk about a few things and uh, end it rightly and correctly so you can know that series is over. The, uh, the catching away, the changing of our bodies, the catching away of the church, the rapture of the church. I think the best way is to just say the catching away of the church or the blessed hope because people always come up and say There's, the rapture is not found in the church. But, you know, rapturo means catching away from the Latin word and stuff like that. So the catching away of the church, that series is over. I started back. With God's secret, the treasure hunt. Have you noticed? I've done the chapter, the thirteenth segment on God's secret. So I hope you guys and young uh, young ladies uh, get right back up to that because I'm going to go on full force of different Bible teachings and a lot of stuff that we need to get done here on connecting the dots. Here on connecting the dots. Without any further ado. Hi, how's everybody doing? You know, I'm sure you're blessed and highly favored for the believers, you know. And I just say God bless and I thank you all, you know, uh, everybody, my international listeners, Germany, Spain, Philippines. God bless you all. Thank you all for giving, lending me your ear to listen to my podcast and uh, what I'm trying to do, you know, listen to the other audio guests that I have on here. So, this is the conclusion that I messed up on the last one. I'm redoing this. It's going to be very fast, lightning fast. So I'm, I'm going to probably do it about at least maybe 10 or 15 minutes, you know, about the catching, uh, the changing of our bodies, the catching away of the church, okay? So what happens right after the catching away? What happens right after the rapture? And I'm going to read some scriptures right there, right here, uh, that's going to just open up your mind and everything. And these scriptures, I hope, my brothers and sisters in Christ, please write these scriptures down. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 5 and 8. 2 Corinthians 5 and 8. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. You know, remember, this is what happens with us. Wherefore, we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ or the beam seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Uh, the reason I'm saying judge, the judgment, the King James says the judgment seat of Christ. Other translations probably say beam or something like that. Beamer is just a, a, a certain position that you are looked at and you're going to be 
you know, it's something like, you know, you're not getting judged because, you know, I was listening to this other minister saying this and uh, Les Feldick, and he's got a point there. You know, people, they hear the word judgment, they think condemnation. But the judgment that uh, we're going to be judged is more like a just uh, according to your rewards, not salvation. It's all good. It's just going to be based on what we've done here on earth and our bodies are going to be uh, mostly for our rewards and everything like that. You know, when everybody's just standing in line, you get that thing around your neck like the Olympics. It's just going to be a reward. It's going to be no losers. It's going to be all winners, but it's going to some people are going to have a bigger reward than others. But we are going to be blessed. So it's not it's not judged on the badness we did. It would be uh, stubborn hay. So everybody will not get a reward just like you in a race. Everybody don't get first prize, you know. But when it's coming to heavenly places, we're going to get judged according to what reward that we deserve, you know. And that that's why they, uh, it's best to call it the beamer. You know, and that's going to be our judgment, not on our salvation. On our, uh, the, we're just going to be judged on what rewards that we're going to receive on the beaming seat. So that's what it means by judgment. Judgment is more like a beamer. And uh, uh, Les Feldick explains it so well better than I do, but it has nothing to do with we getting judged or condemned for our sins because our sins have been dealt with on the cross. Okay. Now, one of the first things that we know that happens is that we will be absent from our current bodies. Boy, that's a beautiful thing. We're going to be absent from our current bodies, current bodies, that is, earthly. And we will receive an eternal one called a building of God. That means we're going to get new bodies, saints. That's what's going to happen with us. We're going to receive new bodies. That's a beautiful thing. This current body is going to be no more. Mortal, immortal is going to become mortal. Immortals is going to become mortal and everything. So that's a beautiful thing. Let's read Philippians 1 and 23, which says that while we are still here on the earth, we abide in our flesh, which implies that when we are absent from the earth, we will no longer abide in the flesh. Now, that have, that's, uh, you know, let's read Philippians 1, 23. You know, I was just reading a note right here from this article. It says that while we are still, are still here on the earth, we abide in our flesh, which implies that we... When we are absent from the earth, we will no longer abide in our flesh. We will not be in these fleshly, healthy, smelly bodies, you know. Let's read Philippians 1 and 23. For I am in a straight bitterwix. This is Apostle Paul talking. For I am in a straight bitterwix too, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. Now let's go to 1 Corinthians 15 and 45. And so it is written, the first man Adam was living soul, the last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Howbeit that was not first which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward that which is spiritual. Okay, 47. The first man is of the earth, earthy, the second man is of the Lord from heaven. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. As is the heavenly, such are they that also, also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Now this I say, brethren, that the flesh that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither does corruption inherit inherit incorruption. Wow. Notice that Paul tells the Corinthians that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. And he explains himself so as not to confuse people with the kingdom of heaven that comes down to earth. They are different programs. Paul explained that very good because he was making sure as the body of Christ, we are not earthly. We're not, uh, 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 not destined to be on this earth. You know, our destiny is for the heavenly places. So Paul made that clear and everything. So, you know, let's read this again. All right. 
As so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening. Okay, who was the first man, Adam? The one that uh, ate of the fruit and disobeyed and Satan took over. The last Adam, of course, was Jesus. He came with a quickening spirit. Howbeit, that was not with first. That was not first which is spiritual, but that which is natural. I'm flipping over my words. And afterward, that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, which was Adam, earthy. And the second man is the Lord from heaven, self-explanatory. And as is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we live on this earthy now. We have earthly bodies. We live in the flesh. We shall also bear the image of the heavenly. When God comes get us, when Jesus uh, captures and takes us away in the rapture, we're going to have immortal bodies. We're going to have heavenly bodies prepared for the heavenly places. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. These old rotten bodies cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither does corruption inherit in corruption. Okay. This is also going to happen to us. You know, just we need to pay attention to this because when those who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord are raptured or captured or tucked away or resurrected, their bodies will have to be changed in a moment that is exactly in a moment of a twinkling of an eye. Now, you look at Matthew 24 and Luke 17, both have to do with the loss being taken together into judgment. It has nothing to do with the body of Christ. Remember, Matthew 24 and Luke 17 has nothing to do with the body of Christ when they're taken into judgment. When you read that some, uh, this person was taken, this son was taken, this person was left. This woman was taken, this woman was left. The ones that was taken is the one that was going into judgment. The one that was left is the one that's going to be left there for the kingdom of heaven but they're talking about israel they're talking about the jews that's after the tribulation okay it even tells you where the bodies and those taken are taken to let me prove that let's read let's read luke 17 and 33 <clears throat> whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it and whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it I tell you, in that night, there shall be two men in one bed. The one shall be taken, like I was talking about, and the other shall be left. Two women shall be grinding together, like I was just talking about. This is, this is proof in Luke 17 and, 3, 17 and 33, what I was saying. Two women shall be grinding together. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two men shall be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. And they answered and said unto him. Now, this is the way they were asking, where, Lord? Where are they going to go, Lord? And he said unto them, wheresoever the body is, thither will the eagles be gathered together. Now, why would they ask where would they be going? He's not talking about the church. Remember, you got to read the Bible in context, especially the King James Version. You have to read the Bible in context. It comes out in a beautiful way. God's word will explain itself. When Jesus broke down, once will be taken. You have to read in the context. When you talk about this person will be taken and that person will be taken, the man will be taken, this person will be grinded and that person will be taken. Taken where? That's why they ask taken where. And it explains right here. It says, Wheresoever the body is, thither will the eagles be gathered together. Revelation expands all this and tells the reader that God calls the fowls of heaven to feast on the bodies of the unbelievers. So those are the unbelievers that was taken. And this is that wasn't a rapture. So it wasn't a rapture of the church being taken away. It was the unbelievers, you know, finna go into punishment. That's what Matthew 24 and Luke, Luke 17 is talking about. That's the beauty of learning how to rightly divide God's word. Okay, let's read Revelation 19 and 17. Let the Bible speak for itself.
And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried out with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of the heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God. Verse 18, that you may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses and of them that sit on them and the flesh of all men, them that sit on them, the people, whoever's sitting on them, whoever's riding the horses and, uh, and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. Okay. One is taken to judgment. Just remember that. Like I was saying, one is taken to judgment while the other or the other one remains alive and will enter into the millennial kingdom. Remember, when you read Matthew 24, it's not talking about the church. It's not talking about the church. That's not the rapture. That's been mistaught. I used to believe that too till I learned how to understand that somebody taught me what, it's really, what it really means. You got to really want to learn God's word. Literally. Take it literally. The ones that was taken is going into judgment. The ones that was left will be left and they're going into the millennium kingdom that begins after the chaff is burned up. The chaff is burned up. That's the tribulation period. There is no rapture of the body of Christ. Like I keep saying, I will keep, keep putting emphasis on that. And none of the rapture of the church is not miss, mentioned in the Gospels anywhere. It was still a mystery at that time. Okay? The body of Christ was kept hidden until after the resurrection. So the one new man could be created by God that could live in heavenly places. Who's the one new man? That's the body of Christ. We are one body. There's no Greek. There's no Jew. There's nothing like that. There's no female. There's no male. We are one body. We're going to be set in the heavenly places. The rapture. The body could not have been made known before the body of Christ was revealed. Let me read, let me read this article again. The rapture of the body could not have been made known before the body of Christ was revealed, as the body of Christ is what makes the new one man or the one new man, and it is what will be raptured at the day of redemption. Okay? And that's it. You want to know what's going to happen to us? That's going to happen to us. The rapture of the church, the catching away of the church. It's called the, his glorious appearing. It's called the blessed hope, the rapture of the church. So we have such a wonderful thing coming for us in the future. It can happen anytime. That's the beautiful thing about the rapture, the catching away of the church. I'm going to put emphasis on the catching away of the church. The catching away of the church is the body of Christ, mainly of Gentiles. And it's going to be Jews too, but I just going to believe it's going to be Gentiles. And I got to put emphasis on both because the rapture is not separating Jew or Gentiles. There's no Jew or Gentile in the body of Christ. Let me, let me repeat that. There's no Jew or Gentile, black and white or whatever, etc., male or female in the body of Christ. We all are one flesh, and Christ is the head, saints. That's Go. That's going to be the beauty for us. We are destined for the heavenly places. Ain't no maybe. We are destined for the heavenly places if you are in the body of Christ, the church today, okay? God bless you all. That's my last and final teaching on the changing of our bodies, the rapture of the church. I'm sorry I didn't. I tried to get it out way before then, which but I had an error, and it was a um, the uh, the last po podcast I done. It was overwhelmed by music, and I didn't want this, so I just decided I'm going to finish it off with no music and let you hear it clearly. The ending of the changing of our bodies the rapture of the church and to get the best out of this the ones that's just listening to this podcast if you don't if you kind of listening to it late and you're catching the kind of link look at just go back to connecting the dots and just look at the catching where the church the rapture of the church and put all those podcasts and segments together and make this one last and then you'll get a, you'll get the full teaching on the rapture of the church okay god bless before i leave today i always want to give the unbeliever a chance to accept 
Jesus Christ in their life and make him Lord of your life. Now, not like the Lordship salvation. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how could you make Jesus Lord in your life and your spirit by believing in his death, burial, and resurrection. Believing what he done on the cross according to 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4. 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4. It's best to read 1 Corinthians 15, 1 and 4. Go, you know, believe that. Read that yourself, you know, don't just take it from Joseph, just read it yourself, you know, but part of, I can give you a little hit right now, because you're not, not, you might not, you're not promised to make it the next second or minute or hour, you know, it's believing in his death, burial, and resurrection, that's all, I'm going to give you that part, and you're going to read the rest, just believe that first, if you believe that, and you accept what he done for you, accept that you're a sinner, you are saved today, God bless you all, I love you all, this is Joseph Brownlee, connecting the dots, Joseph Brownlee, and connecting the dots, Canadado El Punto, to my Espanol. Goodbye. Adios. I love y'all. Bye-bye.